Today, we're watching Star Trek The Next Generation while trying to see if Data can solve a holodeck-generated mystery. The program goes rogue. With Dr. Pulaski as a prisoner, Picard and Data must face off with a digital villain who is now controlling the Enterprise. From December 3rd, 1988, it's Season 2, Episode 3, Elementary, My Dear Data, or... Is that Niles from the <laughs> Nanny? God damn it. I have a Niles joke, too. <laughs> uh, I'm Cam. That's Dan. And we're just repetitive, apparently. It's like, oh my, my God. God. <laughs> <laughs> Where is the flashy girl from Flushings? Because it's Niles. <laughs> I love that show. Who I adore doesn't? Nanny. <clears throat> I've actually also restarted rewatching Designing Women. It's been great. I never watched Designing Women. I was always more I of a, it. a Golden Girls guy. It's very witty, charming, southern. Well, you 80s. know I hate all things witty and charming. <laughs> and very feminist. It's just the best. The I feminists. Adore it very much. Oh man. Yep. <laughs> yep. Check it out, everyone. Uh, now streaming on Hulu hmm. for the first time ever. Wow. I know. So <laughs> I love this episode i think of it very fondly and i can't wait to talk to you about it so here's the thing on stardate 42286.3 as the enterprise waits to rendezvous with the uss victory the still newly chief engineer geordie laforge calls data to engineering urgently to show him a giant time suck he has proudly assembled a gift for his former captain the hms victory captain zimbata <laughs> and apparently, since the USS Victory is a slow ship, there's still a metric ass load of time to kill. So Jordy and Data go to the holodeck to recreate a Sherlock Holmes mystery. Data, playing Holmes, has memorized all of the Holmes stories and recognizes and solves the mystery within minutes. Frustrated, Jordy leaves the holodeck, leaving Data confused. In 10 Forward, Jordy explains that the fun is solving the unknown. Data does not understand. Overhearing their conversation, Chief Dr. Bones Pulaski asserts that Data is incapable of solving a mystery to which he does not already know the outcome. Data accepts Dr. Pulaski's challenge and invites her to join them on the holodeck. There, Jordy instructs the computer to create a unique Sherlock Holmes mystery with an adversary who is capable of defeating Data. In the new program, Dr. Pulaski is kidnapped, rather ridiculously, as she somehow loses a shoe, but seems fine with it. And Data soon investigates. They discover that Professor Niles Moriarty is responsible. But then they find him with Pulaski in his hideout, full of crumpets and sass. They are shocked to learn that Moriarty is aware of the holodeck program being a simulation and is able to access the holodeck computer, showing them a 
bitch and sketch of the Enterprise he has drawn, based on the computer's description. Data and Geordi leave the holodeck to alert the captain, and Geordi realizes that when he asked the computer to create a program, he accidentally asked for an adversary who could defeat Data, not Sherlock Holmes! Whoopsie. As a result, the computer gave the holographic character, Professor Moriarty, the intelligence and cunning needed to challenge Data, and not Holmes. And apparently, the computer can say, fuck it. Fuck safety protocols in the name of fun, am I right? Yeah, holodeck. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The most dangerous game. (laughs) Apparently. Plus, Moriarty has the ability to access the ship's computer and gains access to the ship's stabilizer controls. Data returns to the holodeck with Captain Picard. Picard meets Moriarty, who demonstrates that he has evolved beyond his original programming and asks to continue to exist in the real world. Picard tells Moriarty that with that this would not be possible because he's a say he's a holodeck recreated person with a computer brain. Uh, so instead, he saves the program and tells Moriarty that if they ever discover a way to convert the holodeck matter into permanent more matter, they will bring him back. Picard discontinues the program, the computer feels all kinds of sheepish about this zany miscommunication, and then the USS Victory arrives. And so ends Elementary Dear Data. Ah, well, (laughs) again, not sure why they have these things since they're so fucking dangerous, but... Like, can you imagine if your home theater system could just, like, set your house on fire? (laughs) Home theater, let's make this place lit. (laughs) Uh, Playing Nickelback. God damn it. (laughs) Oh, Cameron. Uh, That's that's pretty awesome. Okay. What did Um, you love about this episode? Because I can tell you loved this episode. I mean, I just love the fun. I love seeing Data, George, and George, Jordy, George, Data, Data and George. Apparently. Data and George. <laughs> I will love him and squeeze him and call him George. Um, Data and Jordy and Pulaski in all of their period wear. Um, it's weird, but I've always loved that <laughs> when Pulaski gets abducted, she loses just one shoe. We don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? I don't know. How did this? And look happen? at how many laces it had. Like that shoe must have been on really poorly to begin with. It was straight up Victorian. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it makes me laugh every single time. And I mean, I also love Daniel Davis's. I just I love his performance. I think it is very compelling, and I. He manages to, even though he's a villain, he manages to get sympathy from me when he's like, I just want to live. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I know I've hooked me lever up to this here enterprise, but I just want to live. (laughs) Your Daniel Davis sounds more like Michael Caine. (laughs) (laughs) I was just doing a terrible British dialect because, you know, there are so many. (laughs) I have decided I would rather live. If that's all right with you, then. It's a Michael Kite. <laughs> but Captain Picard. <laughs> I know that I am a being made of light. And the moment this program ends, 
<laughs> so too will I. <laughs> I cease to exist. <laughs> I, I just, for some reason, I was not compelled to put on my proper British head. I don't want to do your Daniel Davis. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I feel that would be disrespectful to everyone. No, no, no. I feel like he's... Uh, I, I had a newfound respect for him. I felt like he was somewhere between... Um, Anthony Hopkins and um, fuck, who was I just gonna say? Uh, and Anthony know. Daniels. Oh say? my god, it was like yes. he was, he's right in the middle of the Anthony's there. Um, yes. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely could see another version of Star Wars, Star Wars, where um, Star Wars, Star Wars, where <laughs> Daniel Davis <laughs> plays C three PO. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And he also could have I mean, see I, him play Hannibal Lecter. He's like right squarely between them. And I didn't put that together until this episode where I was like, oh, yeah, you're pretty good, guy. Yeah, he's great. And I mean, I always did enjoy his performances on The Nanny. He was brilliant in that show. Mm-hmm. But uh, remember that time I... he banged Cece? <laughs> yep. And how they ended up married. I know. Right. Crazy. <laughs> It was just such a great show. We've actually been rewatching um, Veronica Mars. Well, I mean, it's pretty much my first time, which is a shame because I adore that show. But uh, we just crossed the Mr. Sheffield episode where he was a real creep. <laughs> but let's face facts. If you're an extra on that show, you're going to be either creepy or a love interest. Yeah, that's kind of that's kind of how it goes for Logan. <laughs> Um, I, yeah, I did. I loved, I love so much about this episode. I love that Jordy has so much spare time as the chief engineer. I love. <laughs> yeah. He's just like building model ships. Well, this, this giant, you know, antimatter bomb is flying along just fine. So I'm just going to take up some model building. <laughs> I'm going to turn this console into a model table. Mm-hmm. And sure, I could replicate it. I'm just going to replicate the parts instead because cause work ethic. Um, what did you love about it, Dan? Uh, I love the costuming and the sets. I enjoyed Dr. Pulaski's like shitting on data. It's just like, he's just regurgitates information. He's not so special. What are you? You're just like a library Rolodex. <laughs> you just... You know, and of course she was at the bar when she overheard their conversation was. was like, this sounds like a conversation that needs unsolicited opinions. <laughs> Enter Kate. <laughs> Enter Kate Pulaski. I'm just going to tell you, he's just, he's basically a, a, a calculator with some waxy <laughs> skin stretched over him. He can do basic arithmetic, but when it comes to solving mysteries, you should really just call Huey, Dewey, and Louie. <laughs> Amen. Yeah, they they solve mysteries. They rewrite history. A woo woo. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, that was a good joke. I'm so pissed. I didn't think of it first. <laughs> <sighs> I just, <laughs> Doctor Pulaski, are you drunk, <laughs> honey? It's 11 a.m. Answer the question. <laughs> she just I've had eight, to drink. I'm eight deep. <laughs> You had you had surgery this morning. Why do you think my hands are so steady? 
Uh, it's not like we use actual kniffies anymore. Yeah, right? <laughs> it's all lasers. Computer, remove his heart. <laughs> Confirm. <laughs> removing heart. Oh, sorry. Kidney. Woo! <laughs> well, ah, good day's work, everyone. I'm going to 10 forward. <laughs> we just got here. <laughs> My duty roster is 30 minutes long. It's in my contract. <laughs> I've been with Starfleet for a hundred years. <laughs> what are they going to do? Fire me? Come on. <laughs> uh, no, I... I Don't make me she, talk to the executive consultant. She's, Sorry. she's growing on me in that just sort of... <laughs> she's just got this sort of attitude. Like, she can't, yeah, be, no, she can't be bothered. I love her. Uh, yeah. Daniel Davis does a great job. She's just god she doesn't give a fuck and i love it she's just like whatever sure i'll go on the holodeck what have i got going on nobody's sick i'm just sitting here drinking away thinking about how your robot tin man there isn't really a person it's fine (laughs) she's just like a casual racist grandma who's like really classy about it she just has absurdly strong opinions about things that don't concern her, but it's delivered in such a way where you're like, I know I shouldn't give a shit, but I kind of want to keep talking to you about this because it's like, (laughs) what? (laughs) What did you just say, Grandma? (laughs) I'm just saying that the robot's not really a person, so don't treat him like one. Uh, continue. No, it was, uh, and it, God. I did like how Picard still managed to muscle his way into this episode, um, and still make make sure that he got to defeat the bad guy at the end, um, and the again the moral dilemma of things created in the holo, holodeck being real, um, or real enough to them. I I enjoyed that um, aspect that if they're going to let, if they're going to let the holodeck just fuck up the entire ship, they might as well have it like ask them serious moral questions. Absolutely. Um, I also forgot to mention that Picard says Mert (laughs) in this episode. So good. Uh, (laughs) Yes. Yes. Which as we know is French for shit. And also a substitution for good luck for dancers mm-hmm. and performers of the opera. Buff and ghoul. Himboko <laughs> alupo. But it wasn't all. Pulaski Joy, was it, Dan? No, it was not, Cameron. (laughs) We're switching it up today, everyone. Switch hitters. (laughs) Wow. Lefty and a righty. Top and a bottom. Um, Mm -hmm. I think I I was quite disappointed in the fact that they're just, the safety parameters can just be turned off by a single word being slightly wrong oh god i figured you would be i asked the computer to fuck us and it was like okay beep bop beep boop make super villain similarly, got it similarly on the same note i hate how journey was like beating himself up and 
everyone was like, yeah, you should know better. Instead of, oh my God, we need to fix this right now. That's like the difference between <laughs> typing .net and .com, either taking you to the correct website or making your computer try to shoot you. <laughs> If that's the if that's the margin for user error, you have a fucked up computer system and we need to we need to like re redo everything, overhaul the whole system. Absolutely. Um real quick computer story. My wife just recently orders ordered us a Toshiba day for for birthday slash anniversary, and it's magical. But she was trying to order it at work <laughs> instead of typing in the actual website she just typed in toshi.com <laughs> immediate immediate regrets <laughs> no regrets toshi.com all right she was at work though <laughs> the it manager had to come over and talk to her about her uh, <clears throat> browsing habits uh she just tells the story better because she went ah! <laughs> no tushy no tushy <laughs> what am I looking for? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Today's podcast has been sponsored by Tushy Bidets. <laughs> Tushy Bidets. Wet your whistle. <laughs> <laughs> for those puckering assholes. <laughs> Someday we'll have sponsors. <laughs> Someday. <laughs> uh, that there was shitty parts of this episode like the whole yes you know fact that the holodeck could just like fucking wreck everything um yeah. the fact that <laughs> well and i mean the, can i also say like the fact that jordy just like stormed out of the holodeck was i was like dude just stay there and reset everything it's fine like you don't have to make such a big deal out of it like just say ah oh, data that sucks Let's let's do a, a real mystery where we don't know the end. Instead, he's just like, I'm going to go get a drink. <laughs> and just storms out and says nothing. I'm like, well, that doesn't solve the problem. Stay and have a conversation. It was a, it was a very <laughs> you putting on airs reaction, and I kind of loved it. Right? It was like, I can understand he put all this time and effort into setting up this fantasy role play for them to be banging because let's be honest, uh, Holmes and Watson is my ultimate gay ship even before it's even before it's the, the original BBC Sherlock. Because think about it. You got an eccentric crime solver who's flamboyant and plays music and is a genius, and an adoring doctor who just writes down everything he does. Yep. It is a love story. <laughs> it is a love story. Yeah. It is absolutely a love story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, I know it was ridiculous, but also Pulaski couldn't have been involved if he hadn't stormed out dramatically. True. Um, Unless you just suddenly showed up and was like, what's going on in here? <laughs> oh, this isn't the bar. What are you doing? <laughs> She's already wearing the Victorian garb. What? <laughs> what happened? Just trying out a few things from my closet. Don't worry about it. By your closet, do you mean the costume rooms at the studio? I have to say, like, they really worked hard to make sure that the solution had to be playing the game in the holodeck. 
like, no, we can't just cut off power or send something in there because Dr. Pulaski's in there and we clearly have no control over anything. But quick, there's time for me to do a costume change. (laughs) (laughs) We don't want to arouse suspicion. The sky is disappearing in there. I think the generated characters, their suspicion is roused. (laughs) (laughs) And I also don't really know if it matters. Yeah, right? It's it's the sort of thing where they wanted a holodeck Sherlock Holmes episode with a real Moriarty, and then they bent over backwards to make sure they maintained that. And it's fine. Mm-hmm. I get it. But then, like, I don't know, have him possess data as a program, like, infecting a living computer, or have Moriarty live in the Enterprise computer and just project himself all over or something. Like, make it... Oh, no. Don't you smile at me. God damn it. <laughs> I know he's going to come back in another episode because I was on yes. IMDb looking at his credits, but oh, man. <laughs> um, You did miss one other bright spot. Which was? That Wesley doesn't appear in this episode. Oh, yeah. I always forget <laughs> when there's no Wesley. <laughs> But, you know, he's growing up. He's getting better. Yeah. He's being he's featured right. less. Mm-hmm. He's just on the bridge. Yeah. And, you know, there was... Uh, this This is a fine use of the holodeck. And I'd rather this than planet just like Earth. So, <laughs> I'll take you're, it. You're goddamn right. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's just like Earth, Jim, but for some reason, they're all mobsters still. (laughs) It's just like Earth, Jim, but for some reason, it's still like the Roman days with a Jesus (laughs) figure that's coming to save them. It's just like Earth, Jim, but for some reason, it's San Francisco in the 60s. Oh, wait, that one was actual time travel. Never mind, that one worked. (laughs) It's just like Earth, but for some reason, they're Nazis. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) A planet just like Earth. Fuck. That would actually be a great name for uh, just a terrible, terrible sci-fi show. A planet just like Earth. That's another one of our t-shirts. On the front, it says a planet just like Earth. And on the back, it says, fuck! (laughs) on a planet just like earth that developed just like earth god damn it (laughs) fascinating it seems to be like victorian era (laughs) (sighs) hashtag mormon jesus (laughs) oh mormon jesus you sweet sweet beautiful interstellar bastard (laughs) Darling, are you all right? I need you. Badly. Oh, well, I mean, one of the redeeming qualities was the quotes, was it not? Oh, absolutely. Shall we? Yeah, go ahead. Give me your, lay that Moriarty on me. (laughs) It's the definition of cogito ergo sum, I think therefore I am. Yes, that is one possible definition. It is the most important one, and for me, the only one that matters. Clancy, I'll be gone for a while. See that no one touches this. Aye, sir. Where can I reach you? 
He can be reached at 221B Baker Street. <laughs> Sir? <laughs> <laughs> that ensign's like, why is everyone on this ship fucking crazy? Right? <laughs> God, such an elaborate role play. <clears throat> well, this is one of my dreams. Jordy shows him the ship. Now let's do one of your dreams. <laughs> <gasps> Hot <laughs> Data, I mean Holmes, old boy What are we looking for? For whatever finds us, my dear Watson Finally, there can be no argument The game is afoot Come, Watson I also forgot to say that I really enjoyed Brent Spiner's performance as well Oh, he's having such a gay old time He's just having he a is. blast <laughs> He's having the best time Mm-hmm in programming Moriarty to Moriarty In programming Moriarty to defeat me, not Holmes, he has been able to acquire something which I possess. What? Are you gonna do it? Oh sorry. <laughs> that one. Oh, there it is. Sorry. What exactly? Consciousness, sir. Without it, he could not defeat me. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> Of course you do, madam. But the more you proclaim your ignorance, the more you try to mislead me, the more I'm on to you. Your every silence speaks volumes. Good. Then if you know what I'm saying when I'm not saying anything, what do you need me for? Thank you for the tea and crumpets. I guess I'll be going. (laughs) (laughs) It's just perfection. I really am like a Dr. Pulaski. Especially now that we've just found the essence that is Diana Mulder, that is just cocktails and cigarettes on set. She is she's cocktails the Robert, not a f- single um, fuck. Oh shit! What's his name? She's the Michael Landon of this production. <laughs> what he was to Little House on the Prairie, which was definitely just hanging out, being drunk all day. Totally. Yeah. I also loved. You'd be a big hit in London to Wharf. Mm-hmm. Who looked damn good in that scene. Oh, yeah. Even though he then had nothing to do. I was like, was he yep. even in that scene at the end? <laughs> Still, Riker was like, mm, mm-hmm. I was correct in my assumptions. Big Ben, indeed. <laughs> well, I have a lunch date at noon, so if we could wrap this up, that'd be great. Sure. I have friends besides you. Uh, all right. My absolute favorite is the exchange between uh, Moriarty and Pulaski. Um, here, why don't you do his his little monologue? The mind is crowded with images, and then we can do the the one after that. And I'll play Pulaski. My mind is crowded with images, thoughts I do not understand, yet cannot purge. They plague me. You and your associate look and act so oddly, yet though I have never met nor seen the like of either of you, I am familiar with you both. It's very confusing. I have felt new realities at the edge of my consciousness, readying to break through. Surely, Holmes, if that's who you truly are, you of all people can associate what I mean. It's a good, uh, it's a good little monologue. It's a great, monologue. nice acting moment for him, but uh, not as not as excellent as his most loaded line in the entirety of this episode. <laughs> Perhaps we'll meet again, madam. It could be a long time. Time won't pass for you. 
But I may be an old woman. But I'll still fill you with crumpets, madam. Bam! <laughs> You're goddamn Wank. right you will. <laughs> Doctor's orders. <laughs> uh, I also love that they gave the, ti- the show title, Wink Wink Nudge Nudge, mm-hmm. to Pulaski. It's elementary, dear Data. Tee <laughs> Oh, Cameron, this one is... Yes, Dan. This one is just a homicidal computer program that's just a, <laughs> a gay old romp through London. It is a gay old romp It is a gay London. old romp. There's a lot of sexual energy on this ship, but people need to start banging. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a future where life is more than banging. Not much more. But a little more. <laughs> I want no part of this bangingless future. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, there are several thousand more people on this ship. They'd be banging. It'd just not be on screen time. <laughs> we live in a post-scarcity society. No one is fighting for resources. The only finite resource left in the universe is dad ass. <laughs> <laughs> We can go beyond the stars to the farthest reaches of space beyond what we previously thought was possible. The imagination boggles to conceive what we have accomplished. But still, the greatest hunt for all mankind is to get some of dad ass. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Jesus Christ. I love and hate you so much. (laughs) Stop. Okay. Well, <laughs> how many time suck HMS victory models should we give this puppy? Uh, uh, I will say. No, I'll give it. I'll give it three. It's an absurd oh, premise, so but it was still fun, and I'm really starting to like Doctor Pulaski. I think she's just a <laughs> feisty old bird. She's a hoot and a half oh, yeah. is what she is. <laughs> I'm gonna I okay, I'm gonna come up with a gin based cocktail called the Pulaski. Oh, please do. Mm-hmm. And let me know immediately when you do. I'm going to say that it's just a martini. Okay. It's a gin martini with three drops of dry vermouth. As dry as my wit. <laughs> served up with a blue cheese stuffed olive. And a cocktail onion <laughs> on the same skewer because it is salty. <laughs> that is maybe, a Pulaski. Maybe we should do a crossover episode with Dizzy Channel. Mm-hmm. Do Star before, Trek cocktails? Well, Pulaski is still on the episode yeah. and we can drink Pulaskis. Yeah. I want to fuck. Get I'm going to make a Pulaski, man. I really want a Pulaski now. It does sound pretty yeah, good. I'm not going to lie. It's just cold gin and some salty snacks. <laughs> <laughs> Which the salty snacks provide just enough shade to be enjoyable. Absolutely. Well, Cameron, we've loved it, hated it, quoted it, and rated it. So that just leaves one last goddamn thing to do. Wait, I, I'm, I'm giving it a four. Oh, well, 
<laughs> Who said you weren't? Thanks for cutting me off. <laughs> Thanks for cutting me off, Pulaski. Um, yeah, I'm giving it four because I, I love this episode. It's not without its flaws, but I love it. So <laughs> now we have loved it, hated it, quoted it, and rated it. <laughs> So that just leaves one last thing for us to do, and that's for me to tell you all to not just have a great week, but to make it so. Keep on trekking, or don't. (laughs) I'm not your doctor. Oh shit, I am. I would love to see a continuation of the nanny. I'd love, like, you know, though they did that for Will and Grace and other things. And Veronica Mars, mm-hmm. actually. And um, M- Murphy Brown. Just basically, Hollywood is risk averse and they would rather reboot something old than try something new. Um, I would love to see a continuation of the nanny. That would be Me awesome. Me too. Especially since they've got that continuation of Lizzie McGuire coming out. Let's go. I know. Disney Plus, take my money. <laughs> They're like, well, if CBS can do it. Right. How are they going to draw the now in her early 30s Lizzie McGuire? What if they draw her know. the same? They draw her a turtle monologue character, still like an 11-year-old girl. It could be. <laughs> That'd and be I mean, awesome. that's honestly kind of awesome. Yeah. Are they, my question is, are they going to get the original Gordo? They fucking tr- better track him down. I want me some. I thought he was retired from showbiz, but maybe not. Who knows? (laughs) We will riot. Anyway. (laughs) A secret weapon production.